Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Conversation of Our Generation, where we solve today's problems with the history of the past. My name is Nick Jamel, the creator of the Conversation of Our Generation, the host of the podcast, and today we will be looking into The Art of War by Sun Tzu, and I think this is a really fun, easy read, and I'm going to tell you more about why I think that is, but I think it's definitely an important one to read as well, because I think it's good to keep in touch with the with that the fact that we did have a lot of people who needed to understand war more so than we do now, right? We have a very small percentage of the American population that make up the world's strongest army, but the fact of the matter is, up until very recently, pretty much everyone was involved in war. Every man of age was involved in wars, and they were much more common, and so I think it's really interesting to see how just how much that infiltrated all of history and then to see how we've channeled that energy into kind of a different way of competing and a way of vying for power. But <clears throat> before we hop into all of that, I want to remind you that you can find me on conversationofourgeneration.com. You can go there to find whatever. If you go to conversationofourgeneration.com slash podcast, if you're listening to this on the website, you can subscribe there to also, I added a bunch of different places that you can subscribe, uh, just everywhere that the podcast is, you can find it there and go to Twitter at con of follow me there. And we've been having lots of great conversations on Twitter. You can go to Facebook and like the page at facebook.com slash conversation for our generation. And also wherever you listen, if you're listening to this on, you know, Apple podcasts, Spotify, whatever, leaving a good rating and a review really helps me with rankings. So if you could take two seconds out of your day to just give it five stars, that really helps me out as well. And so with that, let's go ahead and hop into the quote of the week. And this one is from Sun Tzu, actually. And I think it's a good one to give you a sneak peek of, because I think every quote of his I could be wrong, but I would think that just about every quote we have of his is from The Art of War. So I think, it's been a while since I read it. I think this is in there. (laughs) I'm 99% sure this is in there. But he says, If you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the results of a hundred battles. I like this quote because it really sums up a lot of his philosophy actually in this is very much along the lines of the golden mean of war, which is the golden mean is the idea that you have the broad knowledge of things and then you apply your knowledge properly in a given situation. And so Sun Tzu had a lot of knowledge about warfare, about how to fight battles and what he would basically what the whole book is, is prescribing different tactics in different situations and different strategies overall. And this is one where I think sums it up a lot is that if you know who you're fighting and you know what you have on your side, you don't need to fear what's the outcome because you know what decisions to make. And that's not to say if that's not to say that his army's better every time because then he knows that he doesn't fight that battle, right? He knows that he's only going to fight the battles that he can, that he will win basically is how that's another piece I think that's in there is that you basically only fight the battles you're going to win. And 
the rest of the book is telling you how to make sure that that's the case. What strategy you use when you're in a good position, how to get out of a bad position, and so on. And I really like it because I think that there's a big piece of us that still wants that competition, that battle, especially in men. And it needs to be channeled towards something that's not Antifa, that's not destructive, that's not just tearing down. And I think that business and sports and places like that, you see the art of the war being, the art of war being played out in, in business boardrooms, in sports teams, and in politics. And I think that that's good because then it's not just, it doesn't necessarily cost lives to have those battles. The loser doesn't lose thousands of men and destroy thousands of families, right? It's instead it's the loser might have lost out on a sale. The loser might have to go find a new job. That's tough. That's really tough, but there's much worse things than that. And so I really like it for that reason. And it reminds me of when I was in college, we watched this documentary video, something on these two rival advertising firms in one of my advertising classes or in my advertising class, uh, they were fighting for this rebranding of this company. And the one guy was just obsessed with Sun Tzu. (laughs) He was just like, he would quote him and he was just this kind of dorky, you know, dorky guy, but he had a big Southern draw and it was just hilarious because he would just, (laughs) and, and, I don't know. It was like he was putting on a show for reality TV because it was very insincere, it seemed like. Uh, and it just made me laugh. I don't know why. but And it made me think of it when I was talking about this. But if you can find the... I forget what the show is, but it's about the rebranding of College Hunks Moving Junk. I think it was on just TV. And I think we just streamed it from like his Xfinity account or something like that. Uh, so if you do want to go look it up, the College Hunks Moving Junk rebrand... It's, it's a pretty interesting little episode, but I digress. I think that this quote, though, does really help us out with knowing that if we know ourselves, if we know what we're up against, then you don't have to be afraid of the outcome because you're going to, especially if you have the prudence and the wisdom to make the right decision. And so that's what I really like about this quote. And so now that I've gone very, very long on the quote of the, the quote for today, let's go ahead and hop over to Art of War and talk a little bit about that. And I actually don't have this book because I made the mistake of giving this copy away to someone. Uh, I was definitely in a big phase, probably around this time last year of giving books to my brother and my dad to see if they'd read them. And now we don't know where a lot of the books are. So, (laughs) so I don't actually know where my copy is, but the copy that I do have on Amazon today is only $3.99. So I might buy another one. And if you're interested in this, go there and buy it through my link. Uh, It helps me out. And it's a very cheap version of this. It's just a paperback, but it's a $3.99 book. So pretty good there. And it's a physical book, not an ebook. So I think that the wisdom of the art of war has really lasted 
and most likely will last much longer because it's so attuned to that masculine energy, that masculine ethos. And there's a tremendous amount of advice that, like I said, may not just work in war, but anyone who's vying for position, who's competing. And although it applies differently, I think that much of the wisdom in here is actually timeless. And, you know, I said this earlier, most of us will probably never direct troops in a war, but we may be a leader of a company or a division of a company. We might be a leader of a political movement or something like that, or a candidate. And we might be a coach of a team, even if it's, you know, your kid's little league team. And if any of those are the case, there's pieces in this that can help you. And so each of these battles is like going to war, just with the lower costs. And so what I think this is really helpful with is knowing how to, you know, it's kind of like the Kenny Rogers song, uh, rest in peace, which it, uh, where it's like, you know, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away. If you read The Art of War, you know, makes you a better card player even. Might help you win in Vegas. Who knows? <laughs> There's no guarantee. Don't go lose everything in Vegas and get coronavirus while you're there uh, just because I said so. No, I'm just kidding. I, I think it'll be fine. But anyways, I think that if you're looking for a quick read, this is a quick one. It, the thing I like about this is it's kind of like the meditations of Marcus Aurelius or the Tao Te Ching. It's a short book, but it's also not one big treatise. You know, it's not like kind of some of those shorter philosophical or political treatises that you see that are 40, 50 pages, something like that. It's, I don't, I don't remember exactly how long it is, but it's bits and pieces. It's kind of like that quote that we just had. It's like a paragraph at most of like a single thought and piece of advice. And so <clears throat> I think that's why he has so many quotes is because each of his things, it's the same as like Marcus Aurelius. The reason why he has so many quotes is because every piece of meditations is just kind of, here's a reflection from today, write that down. Here's a thought. It's just a bunch of very deep and profound tweets is basically what the, these books are, <laughs> except maybe sometimes more than 240 characters. But, you know, some of them are like a thread, you know, a three tweet thread. But really, it's nice and bite sized. And I think that for people who are used to the way we consume information today, this is actually very helpful because this is really being presented in much more of a way that we're used to consuming it than, you know, a 400 page philosophical treatise. I don't think that that's how we consume information as much today. We read short articles, we read tweets and posts and all that stuff to hear what's going on instead of diving deep into topics. And so I think that that's a great way to uh, just get some really good wisdom that you can just leave out and read here and there. And so I definitely recommend that you check that out, recommend you grab it for yourself. It's on conversationforgeneration.com. If you go to the show notes, click through, you can find the links as well, wherever you're listening. And definitely buy it through my links if you're interested, because that helps me out. Go to conversationforgeneration.com slash podcast, subscribe anywhere that the podcast is. 
And also, if you're interested, oh, sorry, not if you're interested. If you're listening right now, please leave a five-star review, a good, or five-star rating, good review, things like that help me out. And go to Twitter at conofargen and facebook.com slash conversation for our generation. Minds and Parlor are conversation of our generation there. Just find me, follow, and engage there, and I'll happy to have conversations and get some back and forth going and hear your ideas, hear your feedback. That all helps me as well. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Conversation of Our Generation. Let's get the dialogue going. I'll talk to you next week.